Welcome to Journey Church Podcast. It's great to have you with us. Here at Journey, we believe that Jesus should be accessible to anyone. So whether you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can have access to the weekend's worship experience. If you want to further connect with us, you can find us online at journeyorl.com or any social media platform using at journeyorl. We hope you enjoy the message. If you have your Bible, I'm going to invite you to go with me to the book of Jeremiah. Uh, anywhere you want in the book of Jeremiah. I'm just kidding. Um, we're going to be reading out of Jeremiah chapter 17. Here in a few moments, we're going to start to read together. But uh, tomorrow is a significant day for a couple of reasons in, in, in our family's life. Uh, not only is it my daughter's birthday, she's turning eight years old. Come on. Like, um, you know, you hear like the phrases before parenting of, hey, you know, your kids are going to grow up quickly, right? But we're not, it's not until you experience it for yourself. You know, you just the other day, I felt like we were coming home from the hospital with her and now just uh, the young lady that she's becoming and how she loves Jesus. And uh, man, she's just so awesome. But it's a, it's a double header because it's not only her birthday, it's also my dad's birthday. And so I thought it was really cool because we get to save money on the cake. We just buy one and we just put both their names on it. And sometimes we don't even do that because my my dad's name is Joel, and my daughter's name is Joelle. And so sometimes we just kind of put a little hyphen with a Y, and we put, "Hey, this is both of you guys. We're celebrating it together on a discount." All right, Amen. Um, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. But um, but I've thought about it. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, in preparation for my dad's birthday. You know, he lives in Texas. So what am I going to send? What can we send him? What are we going to do? And I was kind of just reminiscing a little bit. Uh, growing up, it was just my brother and I. I'm the oldest of two. And uh, growing up in South Texas, and uh, I was fortunate enough, blessed enough to be able to grow up in a, in a pastoral home. My parents love Jesus. They, they currently still are pastoring there in Robstown, Texas. Uh, you wouldn't know where Robstown is because it's so small, but they're there. And uh, they love Jesus there. Um, but I was remembering just stories. I was remembering of, of occasions. Um, one in particular, so uh, along with pastoring, my dad would also, he's very handy with his hands in sense of construction and projects and building things. Uh, anybody else like that? Like you just got to build something like, hey, you're looking, hey, what can I build today? What can I fix right now? What can I break so I can fix it? You know, I mean, like I just want to make things better. And uh, he's kind of like that, you know, he's just kind of like, hey, what can I just do? And, and so he was always doing something. Uh, when we got old enough, he started to invite us, my brother and I, on, on some of these trips. And uh, he, would, he would say certain phrases. Now I know what he was doing, but he, was, he would trick us to go work uh, for free. And I don't know if that's right or not, but um, I'm sure there's child labor law somewhere in here. But um, I remember there was one particular time he was like, hey, uh, on Saturday, I'm going to go work on a project. Do you want to come build a game room? Like, duh, like, yeah, a game room, like, with the lights and the games and, and the, the, the flat screens and the video, okay, like, everything. He's like, we're going to build a, a, a game room for, for somebody who's hiring us. And I was like, I'm there. Like, I'm there. I'm ready. And so Saturday came around. Uh, we get in the vehicle. We get our equipment. We stop by Home Depot. We, uh, we get to the site. And um, when he meant a game room, like, he legit meant a game room, but there was no room there. We were going to have to physically build the room. It wasn't just like walking into a space, okay, we're going to put up a TV here, we're going to connect some wires here, and we're done. No, like, we're going to build it from the foundation up. Like, we're going to start from scratch. I was like, oh, you tricked me. Oh, you tricked me. 
I'm going to have to do this to my kids one day. You tricked me. And I remember moving two by fours and cement bags and, and all the tools and all the extension cords and all these things and thinking, man, when are we going to get to the fun part? Like, when are the TVs coming out? And when are the arcade, when, are, when is the Xbox going to get connected? I want to play. You said it was a game room. And I remember he, he replied with the following, not a deep thought, not a preaching sermon moment whatsoever, but simply with the statement, Joey, the foundation matters. The structure matters. Like we've got to do this first if we're going to build the actual game room. We can't just get into here. There's nothing here. So we're going to have to start from scratch and we're going to have to work on the foundation. And I believe that today this is what God has led me to communicate or prepare the message to communicate to you on today about the foundation of our lives because how many people know the foundation of our lives will matter it will make a huge difference in all the all the areas of our lives whether it's a good foundation whether it's a weak foundation whether it's secure or not our foundation matters it will affect all the areas of our lives and I believe that God wants to do some incredible things through us I believe that you're here on purpose I believe you're here for a reason I believe that there's nobody else like you and God created you for for destiny and he has a plan for your life and there are some things he wants to do through you but can I tell you that before he works through us he, he, he tends to work before in us before he works out he works in before he builds up he oftentimes will make us dig down into the foundation we oftentimes don't appreciate some of these things like if you've ever had to look for an apartment or maybe had to look for for a house that you were gonna you were gonna purchase or live in like when was the last time you walked in and the very first question was like hey uh can I see the two by fours what kind of two by fours do you got? What kind of what the, the cement for under these tiles? Like, where did you get it from? What kind of rebar did you use? Well, well you know, how, how long did you wait? Like, what was that process? No. Usually our question is like, how many rooms does this house have? How much am I going to pay? And can I get the bedroom closest to the kitchen? Because I'm hungry often. Or maybe that's just me, sorry. Um, but, you know, we don't ask other questions. We want to see, you know, where, which house has the best view. We want to ask, you know, other questions like, can I change the color? And, and you start, we start assigning rooms already. You don't even, you haven't paid anything for it, but it's already yours. And, but we don't think about the foundation, not until we go to really t uh, tall buildings, if you've ever visited New York, uh, the Empire State Building, if you've ever visited any other structures that really, really high, like that's when you appreciate the foundation, don't you? You're like, I really hope they didn't cut any short, I hope they didn't take any shortcuts on the foundation here today. Because <laughs> I feel a little bit sway. I, I, I can feel this moving a little bit. But it, the foundation, the foundation matters. And I believe that God is wanting us to, to fortify our foundation and that's the title of my message today it's to fortify I believe that today my assignment is to encourage us to strengthen our foundation for what God is doing now and for what he's also going to continue to do in our lives how many people can say amen, amen. Jeremiah chapter 17 Jeremiah chapter 17 starting with verse number 7 verse 7 is right after verse 6 in case you were looking for it I'm just trying to help you out. Verse 7, it says the following, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank 
with roots that reach deep into water. I love this next line. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of droughts. If you have a pencil or a marker or mascara, why don't you underline that line right there? Because that's a really good line. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of droughts. And lastly, their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruits. Let's talk about fortified. Here in this particular passage, scripture is comparing our lives, each and every one of us, to that of trees. It's not saying you're a tree. It's just saying our life is like a tree. Our life is a seed that will grow into a tree. And, and it's encouraging us to get and to stay grounded, to set roots deep in, to, to, to get secure, to anchor ourselves to something that is immovable. To get, to get attached to someone who will never change because I feel that there is a danger that if we're not careful, we'll begin to fall into the pattern of getting up and moving too quickly. And we're always looking for what's next and we're missing out on what's happening now. Yes. We're always excited with the next. Who's coming up next? What's the next biggest movie? What's the next place to eat? I'm going to talk about food a lot because I like to eat. And so, um, but, you know, what's the, next, what's the next vacation we're going to take? And what's the next job I can take? And my last relationship didn't work out. So what's the next one I can jump into? And, and what's the next thing that I, I have that's in front of me? But hey, what about what God is doing right now? We can't be so focused on five and 10 years and 15 year life plans that we miss out completely on what God is wanting to do in our lives today. Because it's easy to start, but my question, one of my questions for you today is can you finish? Because anyone can start. I can start a Bible reading plan. I can start a, a workout program. I can start eating just lettuce and rice for a day, right? The meal of a rabbit. But can I finish? Can I finish? Can I continue through? Can I, can, will I last? Will I make it? Anyone can start a job, but can you keep? Anyone can say, I do at the altar of marriage. But can you finish? Can you stay committed? Can you stay grounded? Are you fortified? Are you strong enough? I'm here to let you know that there is something by the phrase, the terminology of transplant shock. And this is more commonly used when, we're, when someone is moving a too, too frequently a tree or a bush or some, excuse me, some type of vegetation where they're just keep moving it. You don't know where you want it, so you keep uprooting it and planting it. You actually, we actually, when we do that, we're actually stunting its growth. We don't give it enough time for it to set roots. We don't give it enough time to, to, to get comfortable for the nutrients, to get connect, all that to happen because we keep moving it from place to place. Can I tell you that the very same thing happens when you and I don't, don't get grounded on the things of God. When you and I don't get grounded in one particular place and we just keep moving from place to place to place, we actually stunt our growth. And I think sometimes, and maybe Pastor JJ can correct this, but sometimes... I think the devil gets too much credit. We give him too much credit. And when we say, it's the devil's fault I'm not growing. It's the devil's fault this is happening. This is the devil's fault. It's an attack from him. I know he's real and I know he attacks. But I, 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 would, I would dare to say the following. Could it be that maybe it's not the devil's fault that we're not growing? Maybe it's our fault because we haven't learned how to stay grounded. Yeah. 
we're talking, we're pointing at the devil. He gets too much credit sometimes. There's something powerful. There's something powerful about being grounded. There's something powerful about setting in roots. I, I believe that staying, staying produces power. There's something about somebody who's been committed to stay, somebody who just stays and, and is willing to work at whatever is before them. So how do you stay planted? Two things very quickly. Number one, recognize that God will have us grow privately before publicly. He will have us grow privately behind the scenes, behind the curtains when nowhere else can see us. And there's this myth today, I don't know where it came from, maybe you've been exposed to it, but there's a myth today that if something is unseen, it has to mean that it's unimportant and that it's not the case. Just because something goes unseen, just because God is, is doing something inside of you, it doesn't mean that it's not a value. It doesn't mean that it's not making a difference. It's not, it doesn't mean that it's not actually taking its work inside of your life. We live in such a, a highlight society. We want to we wanna see all, all, the, all the best photos. We want to see all, we, we highlight just all the great stuff that's happening. We go on vacation and we post all the pictures of, of, of you know, of, of, their, of the, all the scenery. We're, we're, we're hitting up all the touristic places and we're, we're doing all these things, but we don't post pictures about ourselves showing up at, at the airport earlier that day at 3 a.m. in the morning, looking all busted, wearing sweats, wearing socks with chancleta somebody. You know, like, no, we don't post those pictures. Some of you are like, I do that every Monday. I don't, I'm not even getting on a flight. Do you, boo-boo. I mean, just do whatever you want to do. But we're, 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 we're just, we don't, we don't want to post that stuff. We want to just see the highlights. We want to see the, the, the expensive hotel room. And look how many rooms I got. I got two sofas. I'm going to sleep in two different places tonight. And look at all these things. But we don't post when we were on the computer, you know, a couple weeks before booking, the, booking the, 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 the hotel room using coupons so that we wouldn't have to pay so much. We just wanted to look like we paid a lot of money, but we didn't spend a lot of money. Uh, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't, we don't do that here. I know this is, this happens more in Texas, that part of the world, but yeah, that, that, that doesn't happen here. Somebody said Groupon. Hello, somebody. Airbnb, whatever. Uh, this service is sponsored, but no, it's not. Um, you know, we, we, we want to, we, we, we want to post all of just the great stuff, the stuff that we know is going to get likes. You know, we want to post when our marriages are doing great but what about those days where you've, you've gone hours, maybe even days, without talking to each other because you've had argument after argument and you just can't even stand to look at one another? Job, jobs, oh man, you know, you're, you're, you're struggling at your job and you prayed for this job, but, but you're, no, you're not posting about this job anymore and, and it is you, you want to give up and we're complaining and, and we want to throw in the towel. Man, there is something, there is something about being planted. Just because something is unseen, it doesn't mean that it's unimportant because a seed will oftentimes grow underneath a lot more, way before you ever see anything be exposed above the ground. 
And it doesn't feel good when God's working in our lives sometimes. It doesn't feel good when, he, when he's sharpening us and he's making us better into who he's called us to be. It doesn't feel good sometimes. Uh, but I'm, I'm here to let you know, and maybe you've heard this before, but may, so maybe just a reminder that God is more interested, not, uh, he's more interested in, in our character development than he is our comfort. He want, he's working in our lives. He's going to bring, allow certain situations sometimes to, to arise. There's going to be situations that we wish that would have never happened. But could it be just that situation was, is an opportunity for you to get to know God just a little bit better? It could it be that God is, is working on your attitude, on your patience, somebody. It, could it be possible that he's, way, that he's working on you and so he allows certain things to happen? about working in unseen places I wrote this down nothing reveals your motives more than serving while unseen because I know you can serve I know and, and there where it says serve you you can replace it with anything else you can parent you can lead you can work I know you can do these things I know you can serve when everybody's watching but can you worship can you lead can you parent can you can you stay committed when nobody else is watching when nobody else is there at 6 a.m., when nobody else is there middle of the night, when no one's there in your cubicle, and when nobody's there on the phone call and you've got to make decisions, and, and you started out with passion, you started out with a lot of energy, you started out with, you know, you were hooping and lolling, and I don't know what I just said, but you were doing all these things. That might have just been speaking in tongues. No, I don't know. Um, and all of a sudden now the lights aren't so bright and now there's not so many people around you. And, and now all these things that were there in the beginning now, it's, it's not, there's not so much a buzz anymore. Can you still be faithful even if no one sees you? Can you be faithful even if nobody ever recognized you again? Can you be faithful if nobody ever uh, invited you again to, to a platform, to an opportunity, or if you never got another promotion? Can you, can, you, can you work with still that same passion in private? Because what we do in private, it matters. How do we stay planted? Number two, we must be more committed to staying than we are leaving. We've got to be men and women of, of real commitments. Not just someone who's interested, but somebody who's committed. There's a difference between interested and committed. Interested sounds like, hey, girl. <laughs> committed, committed sounds like, will you marry me? And I do. I promise that from this day forward, there's a difference between committed and interested. And I, feel, I, I really feel like there's a lot of people that are just interested in God, but they're not committed to God. They want the benefits of God, but they don't want the commitment of God. They want the promises of God, but they don't want, they don't want the process of God. Am I talking to anybody today? You, you, we, we want parts of him and we want him on a Sunday, but God, don't, don't you dare touch my Fridays, please. You, you, can have, you can have this, but you can't have that. Don't touch this. This is mine. This is how I enjoy myself. This is, how I, 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 this is what I do. This is who I am. It's time that we fortify our foundation in who, not who the world says we are, not who circumstances say we are, but who scripture says that we are. Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. 
There's a lot of reasons why people at times will say, hey, I'm, I'm giving up. I'm leaving on this. Come on, let's be men and women who are committed to staying. God, you gave me this. God, you brought this to my life. I'm going to do the very best that I can until you, you call me to do something else or you take it away from me or whatever the case might be. But God, you can trust me. Can God trust you? The God of the universe, the God who made everything in six days, the God, this God we talk about, we preach about, sing about, can he trust us? There's benefits of being planted as well. In the scripture that we read to open up, it says in Jeremiah chapter 17, I really like part eight, or verse eight, where it says, they are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. I believe that one benefit, there's so many, but one benefit of us being planted in the things of God and being able to commit is that we have access to community. Now, let me unpack that. Let me just say this a little bit better because, you see, trees, again, we see what's, on the, what's happening above ground. We see what's happening up here in the sky, but there's a whole bunch more stuff happening underground. You see, these trees, things, they have these things called roots. And, and the, bigger, the bigger the tree is, the, 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 the taller oftentimes that it is, it means it has a more complex root system happening underground. And not only is it getting nutrients, but it's also connecting with other trees. And it's that connection, that partnership with other trees happening underground that nobody can see that makes a tree be able to stand, withstand storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, etc., that's why some trees make it and others don't. Remember when we had a hurricane last year here happened in the area? And remember we had, I think, postponed Sunday services for that day and the school would close. And remember driving here to the school and there was just trees just blocking entire, entire streets. They, even big trees, even big trees fell. Why? Because when the storm comes, that's where the, that's where, that, that's where the, the power is revealed. That's where your, your connections are revealed. But there's, there's, there's power in unity. There, there's, 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 there's blessing in partnership and in community. There's, our, there's scriptures. Ecclesiastes 4 says, hey, two are better than one. Proverbs 11:14 says, hey, there's safety in a multitude of counsel. What, is, what are all these verses saying? It says, hey, we're better together. We're better together. There's things that I can't do that you can. There's things that you're way better at than I can do. But hey, when we come together and when I can lean on you and I'm there to lead, you can lean on me. Hey, we're better together. That's why I love, I love our small groups here at Journey. And if you're not connected to one, you can sign up at any time, any time. I had somebody uh, share with me that their last Sunday was their first time here at Journey. And they signed up for three of them. One of them was mine. And I got to meet Alex on Saturday at the Dad's Club at 10 a.m. Where we just hang out with our kids. And it was great. And he said, I'm building my, he told me that these words, exactly. I'm building my community. I need some friends around me. I need some, some people around me. And that's why I love groups. Because we have access to community. We're able to help each other. We're able to encourage each other. And, and lastly, the second, just, I'm just going to share to you. The, the second benefit of staying planted is that we become numb. Now, let me, let me, that, you're like, what? Okay, I had you till you said that. We become numb. 
Remember the verse that I had you underline or, or, or highlight or use mascara? It says, such trees, we'll just start over from verse 7. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made their Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into water. Here it goes. Such trees are not bothered by the heat. They're not bothered by it. Well, they're not even worried about long months of drought. They actually continue to grow and stay green. They never stop producing fruits. It doesn't say that because we get connected. It doesn't mean because we, 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 we say yes to a job. Or it doesn't say because we say yes to God that our problems go away or we're never going to have a, 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 you know, a struggle come our way or we're never going to enter into moments of difficulty. No one's exempt simply because you're connected. But it says, hey, this time it's going to be different because it's not even going to bother you. When you're grounded, when you're stable, when you're anchored on the rock, when when you're anchored into a stable relationship with Jesus Christ, it's not even going to bother you whatever happens to you. And he makes all the difference in our lives. I wrote this down. If you want to take a picture of this, it says, you don't know that you've been grounded. You you don't know that you're grounded until you're tested. Faith that isn't tested cannot be trusted. Because it's one thing to say it with your mouth, but can you, can you live it out? It's one thing to say it on a Sunday, but how about Monday morning, somebody? I know right now we're jumping and we're singing and we're praising God and our worship team is so phenomenal and it's just awesome. Like you never want them to stop singing, but they have to go back to work and they have to eat and stuff, right? But it's, it's, it's just so much fun, but what about Monday mornings when you gotta pay bills? you still worship can you when you got to go back to school when your car breaks down when an illness enters your body you weren't prepared for that you weren't planning for that when all of a sudden you get a letter or you get a notice hey the house you've been renting at you can't stay there anymore you have 30 days to move Hey, you know what, our, our, our job is going through some changes as an organization and we're going to have to let some people go. What do you do? Like I said earlier, this message, it, the whole preparation for this message was a lot different than I normally do for my messages. I, feel, I genuinely feel like this message, I had to live it out before I could even talk about it. This past week, just kind of being open a little bit, just vulnerable, was one of the most toughest weeks in years in my life. Tough, tough, tough. Different pressures, different things that I thought were gonna work out a certain way, didn't work out. And if you ever thought that because people grab a mic or they stand on stage or they sing really nice, that you're, we, don't, we don't go through stuff, that's an absolute lie. Everybody goes through stuff. So Monday night, we're hanging out with a friend at the house, our house. They leave. We get the kids ready for bed. We go to bed. My wife, next morning, goes to the gym. She's so committed. I'm just interested. (laughs) Um, My wife gets home that morning. She says, hey, Joey, did you lower, uh, I can't find my purse. Did you bring it inside by any chance? I had it in the car. I can't find it now. 
nope, didn't touch your purse, didn't, didn't use your vehicle, I used mine. Um, I said, let me go look for it. I looked for it and uh, couldn't find it. I saw some things were misplaced in the car, didn't think too much about it. I said, maybe for some reason it's in my truck. It shouldn't be, but it, it, maybe. I go in there and, and I quickly realized that I, I had left some stuff in my truck, some church equipment, and it's not there anymore. Quickly come to find out, both of our vehicles got broken into on Monday night. So I'm having this week, and now this happens. That was just, it wasn't just like the, the I don't know what the phrase is. It, it, just, it didn't just tip over. Like it was just like a wave of things. Now this was a, a tsunami of, of emotions. Nobody plans for that taking computers and purses and wallets and bank cards and all these things and I on Tuesday my my heart my mind was so was was crushed it was it was it was just fo I wasn't I wasn't able to focus I wasn't able it was just hard and the while we're, we're planning for pop-up church and we're having meetings and we're getting ready for my daughter's birthday. And, and I have a trip on a Monday to Wednesday. We're going with some of our staff to Dallas to a leadership conference. Today I'm about to, uh, today I was gonna preach. And there's different things. We're having leader, uh, meetings with leaders. I mean, all these things are happening. And I'm like, dude, what do I do? And I felt the spirit of God simply prompt me, Joey, go, go back, go back, go back, go back to Jeremiah. Go back to that verse that you had felt that you preach on and read it again, look at it again. Such trees, they are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of droughts. They're not, you don't have to be bothered by what you're going through when you're grounded in your faith. Doesn't matter what's happening around you, Oftentimes we can't control those things, but you know what we can control? What's happening on the inside. I believe that it's time for us to change our perspective. I believe it's time to put on some new thinking caps, some new glasses, if you will, some goggles. Before we used to think that this was a pressure that was pushing me down, and this was another pressure pushing me down, and I feel like the weight of the world is just coming down on me, and I feel like I'm getting buried. I feel like, like I can't even get up anymore, and I feel like I'm getting crushed, and I feel like hey, everybody's passing me, and all the job promotions, and, and why is everybody else getting healed, and, and I'm still sick and, and why is my marriage still on the rocks and we're, we're, we feel like we're buried can I present to you the following hey you're not buried you're planted you're not buried you're planted you're planted for the things of God hey God who said wow I will finish everything that I started in your life you're not buried you're planted and he who began a good work is faithful to complete it. It doesn't say those things are gonna happen anymore. It says, hey, this time you're not bothered by them like you used to be. Oh man, I could have been so bothered and I was for some time. Now having to answer questions from my kids, five and eight year old dad, you know, why did a bad guy come to the house? Did the cops get him? Forget the, the computer, forget those things. What about their sense of security? Those, that's something, not something you can just kind of, all right, next day, here it comes. And he 
says, hey, but you're not worried by the droughts because it's not what's happening. It's not about the surface stuff. It's about where you're where, what's your what you're connected to. It's about where you're setting your roots in. And like never before, I felt like this week I had I had to personally, I had to connect. I had to lean on my roots. I had to hold on to my faith. I had to hold on to people, my community, people around me. I went to small group, one of the small groups I helped lead on Tuesdays for designers at, at 1 p.m. at Starbucks. And I, I, I connected with Rob. I, I reached out to Rob and I was like, Rob, this, this is going on. It was fresh. I'm like, Rob, this was going on. And then we had to switch gears and now I'm, I'm encouraging other people. I go up on Saturday now to a dad's club at, at 10 a.m. at the park. Yes, I'm doing plugs. Why? Because it's important to go get connected. Um, Alex shows up for the first time. It was his first time last uh, Sunday. He, he signed up for a small group and, and David Acevedo's there. And I'm sharing, hey guys, this is what I'm going through. Connected with Pastor JJ, Pastor Liz, they encouraged me. My wife, Jason, Korean, these staff that surround me, they encouraged me. And like never before, I felt the power of community. I felt the importance of being grounded. And that's why I'm able to stand here today. And so today, hey, you're not buried, you're planted. You're right where you're supposed to be. There in that place of weakness, there where you feel the struggle, God's about to do something that's gonna blow your mind. There where you feel like there's no more hope and God has the last word come on stand up on your feet today us 
but rather he accepts us just the way we are. Doesn't matter what we did on the way to church today, doesn't matter what, what, what we did last night, doesn't matter what, what we have on our phone or even in our pocket, but hey, he loves us just the way we are. And he says, you're mine. And I desire community with you and I desire relationship with you. And that's why I created all of this so I could grab your attention today. And that's why I even led you to this YouTube channel. That's why I even led you to this specific video so that you, so my presence could find you right there where you're at. And maybe you're driving to work right now. And maybe, maybe you just got off work. I don't know, but the spirit of God is in that car right now. And he's reaching out to you as well. You're here and you know that you need a relationship with Jesus been pushing it off for next for next for next it's time that we do it now so with every eye closed not thinking about it too long you know that this is the day you need to surrender all of you to him raise up your hand on the count of three one two three lift it up right now I see that hand I see that hand I see multiple hands going up thank you thank you you can put your hand down I'm gonna invite everybody to repeat after me say dear Jesus Say, dear Jesus, we thank you for this day. I invite you to my life. I declare that I need you. From this day forward, I will follow you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed and encouraged by this message. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. If you would like to share your testimony or if you have any prayer requests, please email us amen at journeyorl.com where we'll have a team of people ready to celebrate with you and pray with you. Also, if you would like to help support the ministry of Journey Church in a financial way, you can do so by visiting journeyorl.com and choosing the giving option or text journeyorl to 77977. We hope you'll join us again soon. Have a great week.